0: It's time for DECAL Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things DECAL. This is DECAL Download. Downloading now.
1: Now entering its 26th year, Georgia's pre-K program has educated more than 1.6 million four-year-olds, and this year... More than 81,000 children are enrolled in over 1,800 locations in all of Georgia's 159 counties. And, Commissioner, we think those are good reasons to celebrate, so... It's time again for our annual Georgia Pre-K Week, October 1st through the 5th.
2: It is. It's it's uh, kind of surprised us, and the beginning of October is already here, which is surprising, even though it's still 100 degrees outside.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but yes, yeah, so beginning October 1st, we will celebrate our Georgia Pre-K Week, uh, where we get an opportunity to interact with state and local and even federal officials and bring them out to pre-k programs and this is a bittersweet pre-k week because this is governor deal and mrs deal's last one right and they've been such big fans of georgia pre-k always participate and help us kick off uh georgia pre-k week and um governor deal even has written a poem about the importance of reading and he always reads it um just kind of kick off pre-k week for us so it's going to be fun and we start october 1st
1: usually mrs deal has that poem like tucked away in her pocket and brings it out unexpectedly, or so it appears. And then uh, he begrudgingly reads it, but it's always fun. Yeah, first thing on uh, Monday of the week, and I think that's going to happen again this year. Well, Susan Adams is our Deputy Commissioner for Georgia's Pre-K Program and Instructional Supports. And Susan, we're going to talk about Pre-K Week here in a second, but I want to kind of let our listeners in uh, to know more about you. Before you joined DECAL, you were a Pre-K Teacher, but that wasn't your original plan.
0: I was a pre-K teacher for a number of years, um, and I always wanted to teach, and um, had worked in childcare a good bit um, through college, and um, and but. When I went into public school, I did not want to teach young children anymore. I had said that I would wiped enough noses and tied enough shoes um, for uh, my entire career. But then a couple years later, um, after teaching um, third grade, I had been teaching third grade, um, they opened a Georgia pre-K class at my school. It was one of, not the first year, but a couple years in. And um, in third grade, I had been really struggling because my kids were really, Really far behind. I had a lot of third graders that didn't read yet and um, going back to pre-k gave me an opportunity to think about what would could happen for those kids um, before they were behind and um, so um, I did go back to pre-k and um, um, several people are interested in the position at our school and I won out, um, and was a Georgia pre-K teacher for, um, a number of years before I left and, um, went to, worked in the school system.
1: So when we talk about this challenge of preparing children for K through 12 and the important indicator at third grade, you've actually kind of lived that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you know what we know is that our um, pre-k teachers that have taught other grades are our strongest teachers um, because they know where kids need to go and so i realized some of the steps that my kids have missed along the way whether they were in pre-reading skills or social skills or math skills on the flip side, though, too, is a lot of our Georgia Pre-K teachers go on to be great elementary school teachers because they know where the kids started and they um, know um, kind of what those foundational pieces need to be. So it kind of goes both ways.
2: Now that you're at the state level, though, did you ever expect when you were a te- third-grade teacher, Pre-K teacher, and then in the social office, did you ever expect that you would be leading the entire Georgia Pre-K program not, at the state level
0: not at all um i often um look around and think how did i end up here um my goal was um to work with children and um i, f- I come from a family of educators um my sister teaches middle school my mother was a kindergarten teacher um, my dad was an elementary school principal so in in my home you grew up to teach um But I also um, realized I had skills in other areas, and I really do love the work that I do at DECAL. Now, there are days that I would be happy to go in a classroom and tie shoes and white noses. Um, But um, being able to impact um, the citizens in Georgia in such a large way um, is really very fulfilling to me.
1: Well, we're glad you're here, and we think uh, we're better off because Susan is here, and with all that experience, uh, she really knows a lot about Georgia's Pre-K program, having taught in it and now leading it here at the state level. You talk a lot about uh, this concept of learning through play. What can someone expect when they walk into a Georgia's Pre-K classroom?
0: When we think about children learning through play, that's all about children's development children learn by exploring and interacting figuring things out and that's what play does for you so when you go into a high quality pre-k classroom you're going to see kids doing a lot of different things but doing things they need to be interacting with materials talking to their peers talking uh, with their teachers um, working in different areas of the classroom because that's how young children learn is by exploring materials and talking about it Um, you should always be a little cautious when you go in a preschool classroom um, if it's really quiet and kids are sitting really still because quiet kids and still kids aren't always learning kids. And so the active ingredient for young children is really play in their learning.
1: Commissioner, I know I've heard you point out that it's pretty amazing to think when the late uh, Governor Zell Miller had a vision for this program back in 1992 – there were 750 students in that pilot program, and look where we are today.
2: I know, over 80,000 students, and that's been consistent, gosh, for over a decade, I would say. Um, I can't imagine that he, he had that vision for 80,000 students, and I think he'd be proud um, looking back to see how successful it is. And not just that we serve 80,000 students, um, but that we know that there are good outcomes for those students as well, that we're doing our job and preparing them for kindergarten. So he's left quite a legacy that we always like to celebrate.
1: Absolutely. And um, along with the lottery uh, to help fund it, uh, the vision of financing the program, not just the idea of uh, pre-K, but a financing mechanism put in place at the same time. Susan, when you look back over 26 years, and as you said, now you weren't in the classroom in that very first program. I don't want to make you um, uh, around longer than you were, but what are some of the other changes that have occurred in the program? Uh, Not just the number of students, but I'm sure there are other things.
0: I will say I wasn't teaching in a pre-K classroom, but I was teaching in child care when um, the lottery was being voted on. And I taught at a small child care center in Clayton County run by two, um, they were sister-in-laws. And I can remember them talking about how um, Georgia pre-K would... Change the landscape of childcare, how they knew that the impact of setting up a lottery the dedicated funding stream and really the importance on the early childhood what that would mean for the industry that they had been working in for you know thirty years um, and so it's been really interesting for me to um see that progression over all that time um, either in the program as a teacher or hearing about it um, then um, being at the state department or even as a parent Uh, my daughter sarah went to the georgia pre-k program Um, and what i would say consistently about the pre-k program is that it As much as it grows and changes based on research and brain research, it also stays the same um, on the core um, foundations that it is a high-quality program that's based on what young children, four-year-olds need to get them ready for um, kindergarten. So being staying true to play-based, developmentally appropriate classrooms. But over the years, as we've learned more, um, things have changed and we have a better understanding of the impact of interactions in the classrooms. So the kinds of things that our pre-K consultants do in those classrooms has really shifted over the, over the years. And so um, it's really amazing to see the transition of the program um, across that history.
1: Now, our pre-K program is called a universal program. Uh, explain to our listeners exactly what that means, how that uh, impacts families across the state
0: right Um, what it doesn't mean is that um, every child has a slot what it means is that it's universal in the um, meaning that if a child is four by september 1st and at night they lay their head to sleep in georgia so they're a resident of georgia then they're eligible to attend That's different than a program that might be targeted. So like our federally funded Head Start program is targeted to a specific population, so families who um, meet an income eligibility. Different states um, have different requirements. From the very beginning, Georgia was sold on this concept of a universal program, meaning that all children benefit from a high-quality pre-K program and that they just have to be a citizen of Georgia.
1: Now, we talk about how we began offering this program going back. We mentioned Governor Miller in 1992 and the subsequent years after that. We offered it in both public schools and private child care programs. How has that been important to the program over 26 years?
0: Well, when we think about pre-K, we're thinking about young children, you know, a child that's four. And. Parent choice weighs in here a lot. We want to have a large variety of settings for parents to choose from. So um, about half of our programs are in public elementary schools. About half of them are in private child care. Um, So that gives parents a lot of choices But also, we have to be um, responsive to the needs across the state. In some communities, um, there isn't a lot of space in the local elementary schools um, for pre-K classrooms. So that's when the community providers, uh, the private child care, has stepped up to um, serve children. But in other parts of our state, you know, Georgia is primarily a rural state. In the rural parts of our state, there is not a lot of child care. So... In those state in those counties, you'll see children serve more in public schools. So it's really important to have those options so that we can serve children um, across the state. Without it, it wouldn't be possible to be serving, you know, we serve about 60% of the four-year-olds. Mm-hmm.
1: We could do a separate program on this next question, but I know we value research around here. What does our research tell us about the effectiveness of Georgia's pre-K?
0: So... Um, The best tagline for all of our research is that Georgia Pre-K gets kids ready for school and it is a good investment of our state dollars. Over and over again in every research study we do, we consistently see that children who attend Georgia's Pre-K are making progress across all domains. They're making more progress than would be expected um, for their development so they're progressing at a greater rate. And they're ready for kindergarten. And so that's pre-K's job is to help be that transition piece um, from early childhood into kindergarten. And our pre-K kids are arriving at kindergarten ready.
1: Now, we're coming up on Georgia Pre-K Week. Hard to believe this is our eighth consecutive year that elected officials and public servants and other special guests have celebrated Georgia Pre-K Week uh, in the month of October. How did the idea for this come about?
0: As we think about the pre-K program, it's always important that people understand what the pre-K program is and what it isn't. Um, we really want to build a strong foundation with our legislatures but other um, leaders in the state to understand the importance of the pre-k program and to also get to experience it over the years I've done a lot of visits um, with people folks and it's different when you see it in a classroom they're like oh this isn't what I thought it was going to be or they get to see a teacher um, really explain the impact um, of the program on their families. They get a bit. They have a business leader who um, owns the childcare in their community talk about the impact to their local community, the ability for families to work. Um, it allows for them to have a personal connection um, to the pre-K program as they think about and make decisions for the state and. Um, at its core, that has been, um, really the most kind of successful, um, kind of PR campaign there is to get people to experience it, but it also be connected, um, to them and their personal community.
1: Yeah, it's a great program. What was your experience, Commissioner? You've done this a few times, gone out and read to students.
2: Well, you know, I always say there's nothing like seeing it in person, and that's exactly what pre-K Week is. So we we're able to get these uh, businessmen and women, you know, out of their offices and out of their daily office into a really fun environment and they get to experience and interact with the teachers as well in um, the children. And I know we've talked about it before, but you never know um, what the children might ask you, so it's always fun. It can be a little awkward sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I also have to say, you know, there's a there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes to get everything coordinated with the visits and um, Voices for Georgia's Children is a big we're a big partner with them and our own staff but our pre-k consultants I mean that is a heavy lift for them that week because they make sure that they are there on site ready to welcome our very special guests so I have to give a a shout out to our pre-k consultants all over the state that it takes time from their regular duties but I know they're ready and willing to do it and brag on the pre-k program but it's a big lift for them too
1: It's a busy, busy week, and we appreciate the help of Voices for Georgia's Children, along with Georgia Power, and Reach Out and Read Georgia, returning as sponsors uh, this year. Nearly three-fourths of the General Assembly has taken part, and much of Georgia's congressional delegation have joined us uh, in previous years. Amazing to see public servants take time out of their busy schedules and uh, spend a few minutes to make an impact on the next generation. So that's coming up October 1st through the 5th. And as we mentioned, uh, the governor and first lady will be helping us kick that off on Monday. And my suspicion is if you follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, you may see a few photos, I would think.
2: I would think so, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> At least a few. Yeah. Susan, what about someone who's just listening? They're not an elected official. They're just active in their community and maybe want to try to join in the celebration. What could they do?
0: So um, Voices gets a lot of really good resources to do things like um, promote Georgia PreK on your own social media. Um, my friends, um, I post, you know, things during the week. My friends and family repost that. So that's a really good way for people to see it. And then also get involved in your local community. Go visit. You know, reach out to programs that offer pre-K and go visit.
1: Mm -hmm. You don't have to be an elected official. Just you can volunteer. And here's the thing. Most of these little four-year-olds don't really know who a lot of these elected officials are uh, because they, they're not voting yet. They're not really watching a lot of 24-hour news. Uh, they just know someone special, a mom, a dad, a nana, a papa have walked into their room and uh, just lightened up the day, and they love to talk to the guest. So be careful with those open-ended questions because uh, they will take it. and. Run. Do you
2: have experience with that, Rich? I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: with about 66 children <laughs> looking at me at one time. Uh, but uh, so much fun, and we enjoy uh, doing this every year and encourage you to take, uh, take part in this as well. Susan, we recently announced, I guess for the third time now, Georgia's Pre-K Teachers of the Year. Tell us about them and uh, what we did to recognize them.
0: Yeah, it's our third year. Um celebrating um, Georgia Pre-K um, Teachers of the Year. We recognize each year a public school teacher and a private t- um, child care teacher. We want to look at both um, types of programs because we want to promote to families and um, other people across the state that regardless of the type of facility you're getting um go to pre-k in you're still getting that same high quality experience you're going to get a teacher that has the same kind of credentials Um, this year um, we have two really phenomenal teachers Um, the public school teacher is from mulberry creek um, elementary which is in um, harris county and her name is um, becky thomas hadden and she has over 18 years of experience as a georgia pre-k teacher a neat fun fact about her is when becky was in college her little sister was actually in one of the very first georgia pre-k classrooms and at that time she was not an education major becky went and volunteered and read at her sister's class And fell in love with education and changed her major. Wow. Um, So um, she's representing us um, as the public school teacher. Um, our, pri- our teacher representing a private um, program is Stephanie Westhofer, and she's from um, Georgia Kids Academy. Um, Stephanie was actually a stay-at-home mom and was raising her daughter and then decided to go back into the workforce and got her degree. She was being a substitute to teacher, and um, she's been a Georgia pre-K teacher just for about four years. Um, and she is working she's gotten her master's and now she's working on her specialist and um, is a very I've been in her classroom Stephanie's very um, energetic and excited and um, both of these ladies will be a great advocate um, for the pre-k program which is part of their role um, during their year of being Georgia pre-k teachers of the year Um, they um, get some really neat experiences um, some time um, to meet the governor and the first lady the first lady has always graciously um, done a tour at the mansion but also they get a lot of opportunity to um, talk about their job as a pre-k teacher um, to be um, representatives on different kinds of committees Um, the two teachers from last year actually on a national um, pre-k quality um, study committee and they'll continue that work. it's been really interesting into our third year to see how this group of teachers um, teachers of the year are bonding and learning from each other um, and it's just a great opportunity to highlight um, the pre-k program what their kids learn but also how they are a professional and to really communicate their passion for what they do.
1: Well, wow, those are great stories backstories on Becky and Stephanie and we're Glad to have them as our Teachers of the Year. And I think you're right. I, I see the camaraderie among those that have been Teachers of the Year. We're going to have a Hall of Fame one day or something of all the Teachers of the Year. Well, Susan, it's been great to have you with us today. We know you've got a busy week ahead, October 1st through the 5th. We look forward to celebrating uh, now 26 years of Georgia's Pre-K with you.
0: It's always a fun um, week. It's always great to go out and see teachers and kids. Now your questions from The Water Cooler. I'm Shannon Williams in Communications and my question for the Commissioner is, do you prefer cats or dogs?
2: So Shannon, that's an interesting question. I think you're a cat person, but um, I'm more of a dog person, always had um, dogs growing up and they were always miniature Dotsons. and I'll tell you a funny story, so my first miniature Dotson, I named her Sassy. After Sassoon jeans, because those were popular when I got my first miniature Datsun back in the 80s.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.